you're you're working towards the world card if you think of it like that. And so that's kind of actually what pulled us in the direction we wanted to go because the challenge with this card is it has so many different meanings and you could take it in so many different directions and it was making it really hard to connect to like which direction do we want to take it and how do we want to interpret it because as Andrea can tell you even with oracle cards there's no one meaning for any card when you have a new opportunity how do you know whether to say yes or no I'm Andrea Neville, and I have been taught by spirit that when a new opportunity presents itself, I was guided there. And I'm Jessica Paschke, and I firmly believe that everyone is intuitive. Everyone. In this podcast, we share spiritual adventures. And we invite you to share yours as well. You can submit your experiences or questions to adventureswithspirit.com. We will give you specific tools and practices so you can navigate your journey with more confidence. If you find the answers helpful, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you ready to be adventurous? Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures with with Spirit. Spirit. Hey, everybody. How you doing? We're so happy to be here with you today. We are. (laughs) And we're already laughing, so get ready. (laughs) It's mostly just us trying to pull it together. It's true. I have to start by saying this card has had us stopping, going, stopping, going, stopping, going. Not because we don't get it, but we didn't know how to share it. Continue the journey with you, I think it's fair to say. Jessica, do you want to share what the card is and talk about it? And yeah, so the card is the wheel. And for those of you listening, on a traditional card, there is a wheel in the center of the card, and there are astrological symbols or representations of four different signs in the corner of the card and a whole bunch of really cool imagery that comes up on this card but it's kind of levitating in midair and this is this is actually pertinent so it's it's a card that where the the wheel is in the sky with clouds around it we see this imagery again in the card the world which is the very last card of the major arcana So just for those of you who don't speak tarot, I'm going to just break it down for you just really easily. The Fool, which is actually the card that we started our journey out with for this season, is card zero of the tarot. And that Fool moves through the tarot journey, through every single major arcana card. It evolves. The Fool evolves. It learns something. They learn something more about themselves as they move through each of the major arcana cards, or at least that's how I interpret it. And that's how a lot of people interpret it out there. I like that. So if you imagine this fool and it's going on a journey and it's moving through the energy of every single major arcana card, then when it reaches the very last card, the world, you have this circle. It's ended that leg of its journey. And then there's a pause and they become the fool again and they start the journey over, which is really what evolution is about. You all can't see me. I'm going, and of course, that's (laughs) welcome to life 101. Yeah. Every single thing is a journey and every journey has an ending and then it starts again. So there really is no ending. It's never ending. It goes on and on and on different iterations of it. The bad news is it goes on and on and on. The good (laughs) news is it goes on and on and on. So you get to revisit, you get to edit, you get to reframe, you get to, um, oh, I'm thinking about all these on the Mercury retrograde, my reads, that kind of 
it's good, right? That's what you do in Mercury retrograde is. is you revisit, you yeah. rework, you reward. You're never out of time. It's never a last chance. No. And, and because you're constantly on this journey. And I think what's interesting about this, and we'll talk more about this, this wheel that is in the center of this card with these clouds around it and the world is a circle, like almost like a ribbon with a person in the center of it, traditionally in the clouds. So it almost marks this, you're not anywhere near the end of your journey. And now you got rally because you have to keep going. Because the goal is to make it to the world, which instantly flows into the fool. You're working towards the world card, if you think of it like that. And so that's kind of actually what pulled us in the direction we wanted to go. Because the challenge with this card is it has so many different meanings. And you could take it in so many different directions. And it was making it really hard to connect to like, which direction do we want to take it in? How do we want to interpret it? Because as Andrea can tell you, even with Oracle cards, there's no one meaning for any card. They can mean no. a lot of things, a right? Based things. on intention and context and and all of this. And so we were talking about all these themes and it kind of felt a little, uh, you said redundant. I did. That, I that like was that our word. That was our struggle, was not the card. The card isn't our struggle. The struggle was tying this into the podcast into episodes from the beginning of the season, how our tarot arc is taking us. And we didn't want to be redundant. We didn't want to say the same thing again in a different way, even though there is a beauty in how that is happening because it is the same thing in a different way. So let's not discard that everyone. We're just not going to ask you to sit and listen to us say the (laughs) same thing in a different way yet again. So even though sometimes the journey feels redundant too, though. <laughs> it, <laughs> like, it does. I think I've learned this already, haven't I? <laughs> it does. So we really sat with us. We we pushed and pulled ourselves a little bit on this one. And what we're able to remember this season is a bit more esoteric. It's evolutionary. It's exploration. Season one and two had a whole bunch of information and tools and tips and things like that. And so in this episode, I think we're able to bring them both together for you. So we can do that esoteric evolution exploration and we'll leave you with a few tools and tips she can take with you. I've been calling actionable steps. So hopefully everybody's needs are met where they are. I like that. We're going to try anyway. We're going to try. <laughs> Daggone it. We are going to try. It's like, Daggone it. Where'd that come from? So let's, uh, let's recap a little bit, Andrea, shall we? Where we are on this evolutionary journey. We're the fool. Started out the season as the fool. Taking a leap of faith. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? That's all. We're the fool. So much so that we're giggly today. More days than I feel like it. So I'm this fool. I take a leap of faith. And I'm so excited about what could happen, where I'm going, where this journey is headed off to. And then, Andrea, we head to strength. Right? Strength. We're Which going is about into opening courage. Up. We, I love that, yes. right? I'm always like, I'm going to go into my courage. We're going to open to the universe. Yeah. And in that state, go with the flow. That's right. the beauty of the strength is going with the flow when necessary. And then we came to that part where we get to pause, surrender, the hanged Pauses man. hard. Yeah. Shift perspective, mm-hmm. another one of my favorite things. And then start again, letting go and releasing things. So that took us into the eight Eight of cups, cups. Jessica. Yep. You surrendered. You took that pause, that suspension, whatever. You release things, but then you're you're still releasing with the eight of cups, but in a different way because you're choosing to walk away from things that aren't serving you. 
right? It's almost like with the hangman, you've discovered, okay, I got to let things go. You identify what that has to happen. And now with the Eight of Cups, you're saying, okay, this isn't serving me and I'm choosing to walk away. It's not leaving. I'm choosing. I love the strength in that. And, and now, the wheel. yeah, <laughs> the wheel. Like, the wheel. so I think the tricky part with the wheel, though, was it could mean all of those cards. Mm-hmm. The wheel could mean all of those things we just talked about. That's why we were a little stuck, not <laughs> wanting to be redundant. That, that was the point of that <laughs> push and pull. So the wheel really talks about that life is in a constant state of change. And isn't it, though? And that's when I say, wouldn't it be boring if it weren't? Although sometimes maybe it could not change so frequently, so often, all the time. <laughs> okay, so this is what the theme is for today. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> a little give, a little pull it back. <laughs> because the wheel is always turning. It keeps turning no matter what. If you're tired, you don't feel like it. You want a pause. You want You don't know what's going on. Things are outside of your control. We talked about fate versus destiny. We did. We almost went with that one, actually. We did. And then we thought, not yet. (laughs) Not yet. We're going to save that for you. So when the wheel is turning, and listen, again, we make it sound so dramatic. It could be fabulous. The wheel is turning. That's We want the Mm. wheel to be turning. We want it to be turning whether we're tired or we're excited. It doesn't matter. We want the wheel turning because then life is moving forward. It's when we get into the stuckness that it becomes challenging. So yay, the world is turning. The wheel keeps turning. Life is in a constant state of change, going with the flow. And now you need support. That's where we're going with the wheel card today is that it's helpful when you have support from your community, your spirit team, on and on. I agree. There comes a point where to keep that energy and that momentum of change going, of evolution going, you need more than yourself. And I think the wheel is a beautiful example of that. I also think that when you get to that point in your journey where you need more, like you need more support than yourself. You're also starting to understand and realize how freaking long this is going to take. <laughs> you know? oh, or, okay, wait, on the flip side, you realize how much time you have to enjoy what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Or how much stamina and effort it will take to do what you thought, you know, go the direction you thought you wanted to go. And you've got to find that energy. And Mm -hmm. you've got to find that positive momentum, even when it may not be in the external circumstances around you or even the internal circumstances. And I think that's why community is so important, having Mm -hmm. a support team, both spiritually and real worldly. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Because you can't do evolution on your own. No. I mean, it would defeat the purpose of the evolution and coming into body. Right. Really. Right. And sometimes it's hard to not do it on your own. Sometimes you may feel, you know, isolated or that other people don't speak your language or understand what's going on with you. But then having the courage, I'm going to go back to the strength card, the courage to reach out and make a connection that you may not have been comfortable making. That's also part of the journey. And it's just the right thing that comes in to support you at the right time. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing when you let it. The struggle is normally, usually, internal. Well, it is. 
especially if you look at it from the perspective of there are moments on our journey where things happen to us Mm. that are really huge and we want to stop. We want to get off. Stop the ride. I want to get off. And everything around us keeps going. It doesn't stop for us. And that's sort of like the shadow, not even the shadow expression. This is sort of the lesson in it that that we have to keep going no matter what it's the wheel tells us. No, it's there isn't any getting off this ride. (laughs) How do we keep going? I was thinking when I was pondering that point, we had mentioned right before the call, I said, gosh, you know, so many times in the last few years, we've all our friends, us, everybody have had these moments where it's like, okay, stop the ride. I'd like to get off now. It's like this carousel has in overdrive and it's not fun and it's going too fast. And I would like to get off now. And it made me think of it, reminded me of when my dad passed away and you talking about, even though it's been many years since your dad passed away, this idea of something so major happening in your life that you feel like the world should stop around you. And yet life keeps continuing on. You have to continue on as well. And I think at this point in evolution, I don't know if it's a, I don't think there's like one point, but there's those points that happen where we want to get off the ride and we can't because that's not what's unfolding. There are moments that define choices yeah, that we make in that moment. How do we want to interact with the event? You know, as much as there is the, the struggle of those moments, I'm also mm-hmm. thinking about the excitement of like, yeah. think about a, someone who is graduating high school or college and is just and looking forward to what's next in it. And high school and college went by really fast. The wheel just kept turning and turning and turning. It's fast and you're on the ride and it's exciting and it's it's fabulous, even though sometimes the studying is hard or whatever the case may be. But then you have your whole future to look forward to and the wheel is turning And it turns in your excitement and it turns when you don't get the job you want and it keeps turning when you get the job you do. It's just this constant motion of the things that lift you up and the things that bring you down a bit. And each moment is a moment for you to decide how you're going to show up to meet that moment. And it's okay to choose and then choose differently. Yes, I like that the up and the down. And what spirit's trying to tell us is it doesn't matter if it's up, down, positive, negative, or what we perceive to be positive or negative, quote unquote, good or bad. You're still moving forward. You're still moving forward. I think that's the key if we're moving forward. And so many times, you know, where I'm talking to everybody, including myself, we have time. Some of us are really good at moving forward pretty much all the time. Some of us stay a bit more stuck or sedentary or thoughtful, whatever word you want to use. (laughs) It can be good if that's where you're comfortable. It can be limiting if that's what's happening in your life. And there's a difference between the hanged man pause change of perspective and or you not moving forward as the wheel turns. Mm, look at you, tarot expert. Look at it me makes my heart tarot. all flutter. <laughs> Sorry. So proud of myself with that. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> but so, doesn't that make, I mean, that just, it speaks to me. I feel like they weren't back up next to each other, but had they been, I probably would have gotten a giggle. The world is moving. The wheel is turning. Your life is giving you the opportunity to keep going. 
the direction that you go in is up to you. You can branch to the right, you can branch to the left, you can go backwards, you can go forward, you can stand still. But my darlings, that path is there and it is in your Akashic records and it is in the truth of who you are and your higher self. And if you don't choose to keep going now, you'll have the chance to continue it again. I don't think you're going to get off the hook. But again, there's no have tos. You don't have to do it now. But then I say the wheel's turning. Let me just keep moving. I'm going to keep moving till I can't move. <laughs> but that's where the beauty of getting support comes in. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. You're going to need support no matter what. When you're getting to those choice points you're talking about and when you're getting to that way of like, how am I going to perceive this? What perspective am I going to choose when I look at this mm -hmm. so that I can keep moving forward? It's key. One of the key things that you can do is connect to your spirit team, to your higher voice, to your intuition, to those things that know you at the core of who you are and that allow you to remember why you're here. Oh, it's beautiful. That brings tears to my eyes because whether we are in, we're feeling good and energized about it, that wheel turning, or we're feeling like, oh, the wheel is turning. Either way, having a, a safe place, because that's what it is with your spirit team, your guides, your guardians, your angels, that your higher self, there is an inherent edge to that. It's almost like a get out of jail free card in Monopoly. <laughs> Because sometimes we jail ourselves with our own thoughts, our actions, our behaviors, our choices. It's a get out of jail card. You can use that. I mean, I did that this morning. Did you? And when I did, and I even grabbed my journal because I knew I really had to work. And I actually meditated with crystals on me. That's what my morning started out <laughs> When I'm laying there with crystals across my, and I didn't realize until after I put them there, I didn't do this intentionally. But again, I love how spirit works. You know, I can't make it up. I love to point it out. I knew I needed, I grabbed a rose quartz and I grabbed two other crystals that were shades of green and I laid them across my heart chakra area. And then I looked down at them. They were all heart shaped. And so I had pink and green, which is the colors of, you know, love and the heart chakra on my heart chakra in heart shapes. And I thought, oh my gosh, the support that I needed in that moment, I did a lovely meditation. And then I was able to grab my journal and say, I am feeling, you know, X, Y, Z. And I wrote about that for a while, which I normally don't write about that. But I felt like it was important. I wanted to set the stage. And then I just said to my people, I said, what do you want me to know? And I just left space for that. And fun thing. So it did automatic writing. And my handwriting changed. But I'm going to tell you, it changed in a way I've never seen the handwriting before. Oh. So I don't know who it was. I didn't ask. I don't need to know. But I feel like it was more of a resonance with me because it was, I hate to say it was a feminine writing, but it, it was, it reminded me more of say high school or middle school. It was very big and loopy. You know what I'm trying to describe by that? Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what the writing was because it was automatic. I didn't read it again, but I felt better. I was like, okay, the wheel is turning. I can get back on the wheel today. Let's go. And we've been doing a lot today with Jessica and I got a lot done today. 
We did. Yeah. Don't you think it's interesting? I talk about this a lot in my spirit guide mastery class that I run to get to know your spirit guides better. I talk a lot about it's so important to get to know that connection, to understand that connection, whether it's to your inner voice, your intuition, a higher self, spirit, whatever you want to call it, before you need it, because then you know that you have a support system that you trust and that you have confidence in rather than being like, okay, I'm just going to roll the dice and hope that for the very first time ever, because I really need them right now that this is going to work. And I think we talk a lot about that in season one and season two as well of like create the connection now when maybe you don't need it. So that when you're having a moment where you're laying on the floor like Andrea with crystals on your crystals chest. across my chest, <laughs> you have the ability to tune into that and you trust that because mm-hmm. support is only as good as how much you trust that support. If you think oh. about it in like human terms, right? Like mm-hmm. there are certain people I will call when everything is hitting the floor <laughs> because I trust them to help pick up the pieces in a non-judgmental way or I know that they're very they're very helpful because I've created that relationship before and I know but then there are people where they offer help and you're like I don't know (laughs) know? I'm just I'm smiling because part of what I was writing was about releasing I don't remember the whole thing was about releasing judgments and opinions and it was about you know for myself and I also wrote about how I just inherently like I really really y'all walk my talk when it comes to trusting universe and spirit. I Mm -hmm. really do. And not to say that today was, oh, Andrea was laying with crystals on her and she was suffering and struggling. Well, just another part of the wheel where what that is about, it's not that life is hard. It's that I'm presented an opportunity for me to learn and work through something in a new way. It can be challenging though. Well, it is challenging. But that's where I say we have those choice points. Are we going to keep turning with the wheel and moving forward, which me laying with crystals is absolutely doing that and meditating Mm -hmm. and praying and taking my flower essences, which, you know, I love, or I could have chosen to ignore it and eat chocolate chip cookies, which by the way, I also did, but I didn't ignore it. It sounds so good. I did. After I was done with all that, I went and I ate a couple of chocolate chip cookies. I'm not allowed to eat those, but it sounds so good. I'm sorry. My favorite cookies were on sale at Costco. I did buy a box. So I'm making it handy. <laughs> but again, choice. I'm meeting it head on, whatever it is, right? Again, positive, negative. And I don't think anything's negative. Easy, harder. Let's put it that way. Something that's easy, something that's a little harder. I was just thinking that in terms of connection, like either having a stronger connection that you're more sure of versus having, um, a connection that's unknown. Unknown. Not that it's not strong. It's just unknown and you're not really sure how it works. So you aren't fully trusting of what's coming down the pipeline back at you. Like you went into that meditation with those crystals on your heart and that automatic writing, knowing that in some way, shape or form, knowing at the core of your being that you were going to get the support you need. Absolutely. Because you put time and energy into creating that connection, mm-hmm. that telephone line to whomever. Whomever. All I had to do was ask and it was there. And thank goodness, because what if you were going, like, what if you were having that moment and you didn't have those skills and those tools? It would be scary. It would just be challenging. It would just it be would more just challenging. Yeah. yeah. You'd feel more alone. You'd feel more stuck. I would think I'm not speaking for anyone. 
but I would feel more alone, more stuck, more out there without a, what is that saying? I don't know. Paddle. Up yes, a river thank you. That's paddle. what I was trying to think, right? Without the paddle. <laughs> I kept seeing a river. Mm-hmm. That's because <laughs> like, it's wait, what's going on in my one. mind, not coming out of my mouth. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a real thing. And that's why that trust. And I know people, people get hung up on trust and I understand why, because it's a big word. It's a big concept, but it really is where the power lies in moving with the wheel always. You know, it was funny after I was finished with my meditation and my prayers and my journaling, I looked at, I was sitting by my altar, you know, and I'm looking and I said, I'm not pulling any cards today, peeps. I don't want that much feedback. It's funny you should say that. I'm also going through something and I was like, you know, you can't make me pull a card right now. I'm good. I don't want to know. I'm just going to take it day by day. One baby step at a time. And again, it's okay. It's okay. okay. And there's no one (laughs) way. There's no one right way. It's okay to say, nope, that's enough. That's That's enough. enough. So, So unintentionally, Jessica, we went into our actionable steps. We did. I love that though. But yeah. let's let's make it really clear. Let's do it. I think let's let's recap. So your wheel is moving forward. And in order to keep that momentum going, or at least to ride whatever momentum is happening, whatever is moving in a com- more comfortable, supported way, you need support from both spirit and community. And we'll get to community in a minute because it is actually really very important. But if we're just talking about spirit, you need that support. And you need to have a connection before you need it, right? You have to have established a connection that you at least understand somewhat before you need need. it's helpful. Mm -hmm. Not that you can't discover it in the middle of it, but I think there's just a lot less, you know, whirly twirly that happens. My (laughs) guess is if you're listening to our podcast, you already are establishing that connection or have established that connection. So even just thinking about it. Yeah. You get to skip the line. <laughs> so, or any kind of spiritual podcast, any kind of spiritual podcast. So, one way I know that Andrea really likes, and I do too, is prayer, creating a connection with prayer. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what prayer looks like for you, how it works for you? Like, I know, I know that when we think of prayer, sometimes we think of it in a more traditional sense, and it can be that 100%. And those are beautiful. And then there's more of a free form. I tend to free form it. Because I always sort of learn something as I'm speaking the prayer, like I'm making it up on the spot of what's really going on. I'm like, look at where that prayer just went. Oh, my goodness. It's right. <laughs> you know? <Huh. laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Today, I didn't free form it. However, I've written my own prayers. Mm-hmm. So in a way, that's a free form. But Today, I needed the structure of going to the prayers that I have written for myself. And it was kind of fun because I noticed a lot of them I wrote in 2016. And I was like, oh, look, I'm still using them, you know, and I I had others from 2020. And I was like, oh, here I am using them. I used those. And then I went in and I grabbed a couple of books that I use. And that's when I knew I was going down the rabbit hole, grabbed those books, and I read some of the prayers out of those books. And I even read the St. Francis of Assisi, the prayer for peace. When I'm not feeling high vibing, for lack of another word, because I haven't been feeling high vibing, that's what my issue is. I'm just running out of gas, give, 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 that's all, which is what I do. So it's nothing new. I like to get into that place of offering myself even more. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of brings me back to myself because I do believe for me, acts of service, that's that's the key for me to give to the collective and to the world. So that prayer for peace is an act of service where there's hatred, let me so love. So that's what I was doing this morning. Um, prayer for me is a call to action. It is a comfort, a respite, a request to God, spirit, universe, to not only receive my prayers and meet them in the way that's appropriate at the time, but it's also a direct communication line to say, I'm here and we're one. There's also something very comforting, especially with traditional prayers. It can make you feel less lonely, right? Because people have been struggling with what you're struggling with in this moment for like millennia. And somebody created a prayer that's been passed down over the years to help support people going through what they were going through. Like, isn't that just kind of magical? Super comforting. Like, oh, wow, I'm not alone. This is just human stuff. When I didn't have to think. gross. (laughs) I mean, now I can tap into this collective vibration, something that's been woven into the fabric of our existence for however long and tap into that energy bank and get that lift. Yeah. And the collective is so important to me. As an Aquarius rising, <laughs> I am very much about the collective and what's good for all. Yeah. And I approach things in that that manner, I think. So that's what prayer does for me. Um, it's also an intention. Prayer is also an intention. Jessica, do you want to talk about intentions, yeah, affirmations? Intention. I was just thinking about intentions. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we get into these spaces of needing more than what we have at that moment and not material more, but more support, more trust, more faith, more whatever you want to call it. I think intentions help us shift our perspective because there's an element of surrender with an intention. An intention isn't a resolution. You're not saying this is what's going to happen and I'm going to make it so. And intention is really about tuning into your heart space, tuning into your soul's voice and, and saying, okay, how I'm here and I know that I'm moving, the wheel is moving and we're going somewhere. How do I help direct that flow? I'm going to set an intention and an intention is how, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel when this is what all said and done or in motion? What's important to me? What are my... What are my values and and how do I bring those into this life? And what it allows you to do is let go a little bit. Because I do know that, like, think of it when you're on a roller coaster and you're going up. and It's, it's my all favorite. Like, and then I know I love roller coasters. <laughs> and then it takes that dive down and you just grip as hard as you can. Oh, see, I, I make everybody not hold on. <laughs> okay, of course like, you hands do. up. <laughs> no, I'm like. <laughs> no. And. And I think what intentions do in prayer too is allow you to let go a little bit, hold mm-hmm. more loosely, mm-hmm. to focus maybe not on the outcome or the every minute of something, but okay, I want to feel this. So what do I need to do in this moment to create more of this feeling, this intention? 
totally off topic, but you know, I can't. Now I'm thinking of the roller coaster and I'm thinking of Thunder Mountain at Disney World and Disneyland. Oh, which I love that. If one. you ride that ride holding on to the bar, why, people? Try no, I don't. it with your hands all the way up the whole. That what I do. I was thinking more Universal Studios. Like Universal Studios, Hulk. it depends on what it is. <laughs> But I just love the freedom of being slammed around and going around that, you know, I just, oh, now I'm excited and I have to. Let's go I to Disney to go. World. Let's, hey, everybody, let's go to Disney World. I'm down. <laughs> let's go to Disney World. So, and you know what? The other thing with the intentions and the prayers is I love the idea of bringing in that gratitude. Because mm, in every that's moment. That's a surefire way. Yeah. Of every moment of the wheel turning. You can find the gratitude or the appreciation. Sometimes gratitude is hard to find. Find the appreciation of it because it mm -hmm. is always a moment or an opportunity to learn, to grow, to reassess, to have a new experience with whatever is happening. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. It's what gets me up in the morning. It's what I think makes affirmations me... kind of play into that too. Weaves you know, I even that. did an affirmation that I did an I am statements this morning. And I very, I have to say, I don't do that often, but I was doing I am statements and I was particular about what I did. It was lovely though. I like that. It's like a power bank. It's like plugging like in. Bank. Yeah. Reminding yourself. Yeah. This is what we're focusing on. This is what we're focusing on. The other thing is some kind of daily connection practice or ritual. No. Where you can tune every day, even just tune in every day just for a little bit, just to keep things going. What is your kind of daily? Well, thing I think that I've, you do? I've said, I mean, I, you know, I have that prayer in that meditation space. And, and if I'm not doing that, okay, if there are days I'm not spending the time doing that, I am very conscious and cognizant of I greet the universe. I greet, you know, I, I intentionally align myself. I, not actually proclaim, but let me say energetically proclaim that I am here and I am showing up just again in my intentions, you know, or even if that is stopping, I did this yesterday. Yesterday was, was busy, busy, busy. And I stopped, I was out walking Leo and I stopped and I just looked at the blue sky and it was so beautiful. And I just took in that blue sky and that in that moment, that was my ritual. And I even said to Leo, I was like, look, Look at the world all around us. Look at the nature. Look at the blue. Yes, I do talk to Leo that way. I was like, oh, and there's a butterfly. I do the same thing. <laughs> I'm like, Atlas, let's go check out the plants and the birds. Yes. Let me go outside. Look at the butterflies. And so, <laughs> again, the wheel is turning. How are you showing up and turning with it? Yeah, I think for me, my daily ritual changes, you know, depending on mm -hmm. seasonally or how mm -hmm. much time. Recently, I've been feeling like you have where there's just not enough gas in the tank. Yeah. And for me, when that happens, it means I'm going too quickly, too fast. And so the key to a daily ritual for me at that point is slowing down, like intentionally slowing down. Mm -hmm. And I resist slowing down. You may not know that about me. Andrea does. She's like, yeah, I resist slowing down. But... I've been making a cup of tea in the morning, first thing, and then I let the dog out of his little house, and we go outside and we drink tea with the birds and the plants and the trees, and That's and I lovely. just sit there and and drink it in, and and it's not structured, it's not a meditation, it's not a, it's just a slowing down, probably grounding because I'm in nature, but 
I can't do that in the winter because I don't like cold, but I can do it in the summer. And then so my winter one will change. I consider that a ritual and I do mm-hmm. consider that a connection and a meditation. Meditations don't have to look one way as you well. No, they know. don't. Yeah. And that's something I've always wanted to do. I did it last weekend because it was cool enough. I don't know. I have this fantasy in my head about, and you think, why is it in your head, Andrea? It's easy enough to achieve. It's to have a cup of tea and go and sit out on my porch because I have a fairy tree, right? I mean, it's just filled yeah. with nature and fairies, right? And just sit there. And I did last week, one day when I woke up, it was 60 some degrees or something. I was like, oh, this is fabulous. But it still remains something that's just out of my reach. Yeah. Something to work on as my wheel turns. Right. Yeah. Like I would have loved to lay on the floor with crystals on my chest. Just couldn't rally to do that today. Oh. I, but that sounds lovely. We'll see what I, happens. When I realized they were all heart shapes, I was like, oh, I love you, spirit. I love you, crystals. Thank you. <laughs> so those are some ideas to connect with your soul, with spirit. I want to talk about community. I do too. Like human community. Mm-hmm. Because it is so key to have human support. Real life people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People. Those people. Mm-hmm. Obviously to support you when times are challenging. But I think when we're looking at this, if we take a step out and look at evolution as a whole, right? So we're getting in our hot air balloon and we're now going to go at the 10,000 foot viewpoint rather than the 500 feet view that we were looking at. If we're If we're up in the sky and we're looking down, we're looking at evolution as a whole. Andrea, like you said, you can't do it alone. It's impossible. I don't want to. Right. But we're learning from everybody. We're learning more about ourselves, learning about how the, how the world is moving, how we want to help the world move into where we want it to move into. But I think evolution on a whole feels less lonely when you're with people who are trying to move through it in similar ways. Because you can be in a room full of people And they're all attempting to grow, move, expand, however you want, move forward, but can feel totally alone if you're the only one doing it in a spiritual way or doing it the way that you do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's hard. That isolation, Mm -hmm. whether you're literally on your own trying to figure it out or you're surrounded by people who just aren't getting your, what you're laying down. That's when I say be courageous enough to reach out and form a new connection mm-hmm. or use words that you don't normally use with people because maybe they're thinking the same thing or maybe they're curious. I bet if you are a curious soul, you are surrounded by other curious souls. You just may not know it because people may not be using it. Because they're not talking about it. You're not talking about it. No. I'm talking about it. Right. And you may not. Andrea, how would you find a like-minded community if you don't have one right now? Where would you start looking for one? Hesitation, because what I really want to say, well, Spiritual Evolution Collective is right there. And that's exactly why we created it. <laughs> okay. I was not setting you up. I know. And we're going to say more than that. But I mean, that's like, let's just take a moment. Like, that's why Jessica and I created it. It's actually true. <laughs> it was exactly, and I, it wasn't our intention, but to, mm. to say this right now, but that is because we know that it does take a community and that community is is key. So several years ago, but not talking about the Spiritual Evolution Collective, 
several years ago, I was, I've always been lucky to find a mentor, I guess, somewhere along my path. And my path has been very lonely and isolated. I've been walking the spiritual path by myself pretty much from the beginning uh, until lately. Um, <laughs> I just won't go away. <laughs> yeah, but but there's always been kind of one person that would come in or come out and, you know, say things to me in a new way that I appreciated. But I, when I moved to this area where I live now and was, I I needed to find friends, really, not friends. I needed spiritually minded friends. I started looking around and it turned out there was a community here of you know, people who get together that was founded. And so I got involved in that. I met, you know, I met some people when we had Sherry on the podcast a couple of seasons ago yes. for yoga. Yeah. You know, I went in, I took a yoga class, someone that I knew, but didn't know well. And then we also became friends through that. So putting yourself out there, you have to go. All of that was outside of my comfort zone. All of it was, but that's where I think the growth and the beauty is, is right outside of the comfort zone. Sometimes I can find it in person and sometimes I can't, depending on where we're living. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten really good with finding online spaces, which is great for the introvert. Believe it or not, I'm actually an introvert. Really great for the introvert in me because then I can step into those spaces when I want to and step out of them when I don't want to because I need a lot of space to, I like to say stare at a wall, <laughs> but it's processing the world around me because my senses, I take in a lot. So I'm very good at finding online spaces. It's been a little more challenging finding in-person spaces. We were just chatting about this the other day on the phone when we were walking the dogs about being excited to move someplace else because I get to see people yeah, in person. I said possibly. you're going to have you're going to make I've been very social lately, which is wonderful to have people that want to spend time <laughs> with me. And I've been very social. And I was saying to Jessica, I said, just think when you move there, you're going to find new people because where you live, there's not, there's not a lot of people. It's a resort well, it's area. It's yeah, a resort it's area. It's a vacation area. Yeah. yeah. So, so people you'll are find in and friends out and you'll have a chance to find like-minded and your daughter will have a group and, and it's okay. We can get through life without that. Like, let me go back because some of us don't have the opportunity for that or aren't comfortable with that. and. Jessica is living pretty isolated where she lives. While I have social interactions, I will reiterate, I have walked the spiritual path pretty much alone and I'm doing just okay. And I don't mean just okay. I mean, I'm fabulous. So there is a way to find uh, what meets your needs, but I do think it's just outside of your normal go-to. Mm-hmm. But I had to get really cozy with my spirit team early because that's all I had. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. I didn't have so people to talk really to you about point. it. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with them. I don't collect a lot of people around me. I have my community is a little bit smaller or my inner inner community is a little bit smaller because it's what I'm comfortable with. So it doesn't have to be a big community. You don't have to have hundreds of people. Just someplace you can go where you feel like you can be completely yourself. And talk about what lights you up without judgment and then have someone get as excited about you are like how you as excited you are as talking about the same thing. When I meet someone who reads tarot or spirit guides or whatever, I'm like, you know, I rarely bring that up in, in mixed company. No, I, I 
really bring it up. If I, if I don't know, I don't want to bore people. It's not that I don't have a problem talking about it. I just don't want to bore them. But if, if, when I find someone's into that, oh my gosh, I get so excited. There's this burst of energy. There's this kindred spirit. Yeah, it's just fun. So your community doesn't have to be big. I just, our intention for each one of you, our wish, our hope mm-hmm. is that, you know, our prayer is that you each find a community, whatever size and whatever way and whatever shape and whatever form that lights you up, that allows you to be fully yourself, to talk about the things that you're passionate about, you're excited about, you're curious about, and allows you to grow and expand and really tap into that curiosity. It makes that wheels movement just a little bit easier when you mm-hmm. when you have that. It does, because remember, some of that wheel turning is in your control and some isn't. Yep. <laughs> and and how you show up for it is in your control, whether you realize it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an episode for another day. <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> so the one thing that won't fail you, which we found going through this, we d- is your spirit team. Happening it's a team. To your team. Yeah. <laughs> And your team will attract people for you too. I just want to just drop that little. That's how know. I did it. Yoke. That's true. I did my prayers and my intentions. Pulled cards, kept getting yoga, yoga, yoga. Had someone say, oh, I'm going to go take yoga at this class. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll go too. Hmm. And then met who became a dear friend there who absolutely speaks my language. Who last week I texted, we chatted for a minute and I said, I need to hear my language. I'm feeling a little low vibey and I need to hear my language. So I reached out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's those are the things that you do. And I was honest. I'm feeling low vibey. I want to hear my language. Beautiful thing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thanks for doing the wheel with us today, y'all. Yeah. For riding that, riding that movement forward. We would love to hear your stories about what the wheel means to you and how it shows up in your life and your evolution and how you connect to something bigger, something bigger than yourself, whether it's in-person community or online community or spirit, how do you show up? Tag us on your reels, your posts on IG, Facebook at Adventures with Spirit Official so that we can come in and see your magic unfold as well. Have a wonderful adventure, everybody. Enjoy it jump on the wheel and make the most of it. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventures with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to subscribe to our newsletter, submit a question, check out classes, and schedule your own personal reading with us. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures with Spirit Official for more inspiring content. Until next time, let spirit guide your adventure.